How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I just wish you guys would stop the quibbling. Oh, I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. Alex Sano and Vlad Lewis on in for Tobin and Leroy today. Marcos is off. I, I don't know if Jay Fig is off or not. She may be somewhere lurking. Clearly I don't know, she's man. off because we're not on. She's off? You know, clean f- stream yard. Fair enough. And uh, so I'm going to rely heavily on uh, on you guys to chime in via the Kendall Toyota, West Kendall Toyota text line at 305-567-0560. That's 305-567-0560. Uh, local sports teams had a Merry Christmas. Dolphins win on Christmas Eve. Miami Heat win, as they always do under Eric Spolstra on Christmas Day. Coach Spo is 9-0 and on Christmas Day. I love every second of it. Um, you know, so I'm not going to say I had a perfect Christmas, Vlad, because the only thing that could have made my Christmas perfect, and I'm going to consider today kind of an extension of that if something were to happen today, as a Miami Hurricanes guy, I'm still waiting on my new quarterback. I'm still waiting on a transfer portal quarterback. For the past several days, these Twitter insiders keep saying, we got our guy, don't worry. Cam Ward is coming. It's only a matter of time before he announces. And, you know, Christmas is come and gone, and we still don't have an announcement. We still don't know for sure. Miami Hurricanes still do not have their new starting quarterback replacing Tyler Van Dyke in the transfer portal. So the wait there continues. It's something I've been talking about for a long time every day for the past couple of weeks on my Locked on Canes podcast. We are going to have a live episode about an hour after this show today at 3.05 p.m. So you guys can basically just stay with me all day long and we'll talk about all the good stuff happening. And now, Vlad, I know you had a, a Merry Christmas as well because your New York Knicks also won yesterday against the Milwaukee Bucks, so we can all celebrate together. My Heat, your Knicks, will hold hands and sing Kumbaya. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, okay, we can be married together. And you're not, uh, and and your your Jets won over the weekend as well, right? So you're you're pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. you know, one of the few times this week this year, but uh, you know, this was a good weekend <laughs> down here in South Florida. You know, you beat uh, two teams, two national teams. When I'm talking about the with the Dolphins beating the Cowboys and the Heat beating the 76ers without MB, but this was a good weekend. Um, this past weekend, good Christmas weekend in South Florida. I mean, Heat beating the 76ers without MB. Let's not forget no Jimmy. Right? No, no, know- no. You're right. No, 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 no. None of the stars were there. So therefore, yeah. you saw one team is really more of a team, and one team is a superstar driven team like you know obviously without MB the 76ers aren't the same but let me tell you man Jaime Hikes Jr. man this guy wow wow great draft great draft selection by the Heat shows you once again Riles Spo just those that 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 Heat organization they just know how to get players that they can insert into the rotation and impact immediately Let's get more into that with our headlines brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. 
Yes, on Christmas Day, the Miami Heat in an up-and-down game. The Heat had a 21-point second-half lead that they coughed up, ebbs and flows. They came back and won the game, of course. 119-113, to Heat over the 76ers at home last night, uh, which meant Eric Spolstra stays undefeated on Christmas. Coach Spo, 9-0 and as a head coach in Christmas Day games. Vlad mentioned the exploits of Jaime Jaquez. What a great understudy he is for Jimmy Butler. And, of course, I say that because back when the Heat drafted Hawkes, he said it even before he came to Miami that his favorite player in the NBA is Jimmy, that that's the guy he models his game after. Have you seen their commercials? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. They have a commercials for Hotels.com. Uh, I guess that's the hotel sponsor of the NBA. Okay. And it's Jimmy and uh, Triple J, and they're in How a spa. How have I not seen that? They're wow. in a spa. If you get a chance to YouTube it, guys, they're <laughs> in a spa, and um, Jimmy's trying to teach uh, Jaime how to uh, <laughs> to dry his clothes in a spa to get all the wrinkles out. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny if you get a chance. I got to check that out, man. I'm so happy for Hawkes. So Hawkes. 31 points on an incredibly efficient 11 for 15 shooting <laughs> eight for eight from the free throw line as well. I mean, that was just a, a great offensive performance from Hawkes who also had a double double with 10 rebounds. Jaime Hawkes, uh, remember he's a rookie. I, I know you didn't forget that, but I just want to make you remember he is a rookie because what he did yesterday on Christmas day, first rookie to have at least 25 points and 10 rebounds on a Christmas Day game since Patrick Ewing back in 1985. Yeah. That's the last time it happened. Look at that. Look at that. The big fella. Yeah. Um, Jaime, not as big, but just as effective yesterday at least. I think he's rookie of the year. Wouldn't that right be now, something if he wins rookie of the year? I think right now on December 26th to 2023, wow. he wow. is rookie of the year. I know they're going to try to give it to Wimbayanma. Right, They're just because I mean, just because, or maybe Chet, maybe Chet because uh, uh, Chet Holmgren because of OKC being uh, I think the second seed in the West. But if you really look at it, Holmgren had a year, even though he didn't play last season. But he still there's something about having a year of just seeing how the NBA uh, is when you're a rookie. So the fact that he already had a year under his belt, yeah. And I'm sorry, as great as uh Victor can be his team almost lost his team had like a 20 game losing streak Ugh, yeah. look what Triple J is doing uh, on an uh. NBA finals team from last season look at the contributions that he's doing I mean he got drafted by the perfect team when you just think about first of all the heat are the type of team that can see scouting wise what makes Jaime such a potential star, right? I don't know if he'll ever be a superstar in this league. Obviously, he doesn't necessarily have the ceiling that Wembanyama has, but in terms of the floor, the high floor, and the tools, and the ability to grind out workmanlike efforts, he fits the Heat culture perfectly. 31 points, 10 rebounds, 11 for 15 shooting, hit a three-pointer last night. Jaquez was the Heat's MVP yesterday. Uh, Bam Adebayo was awesome, had uh, three block shots, 26 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, Tyler Hero was hot and cold, but hit some big shots, 22 points. He shot eight for 25. That was a nice dub for the Miami Heat yesterday. Uh, Miami Dolphins, Vlad got a big win on Christmas Eve. Big win because it went against the narratives. 
right? Dolphins all season long heading into that game against the Cowboys up to that point had never beaten a team with a winning record. Uh, you know, we know that there's narratives about the Cowboys as well, how they don't win big games on the road. So something had to give on Saturday or on Sunday. I right. Something say. had to give on Sunday. Listen, I don't think either team have anything to be upset with. That was a very good game. It's a great game. It was a really good game. Cowboys did what they were supposed to do. Cow- Dak led them on a on a great drive at the end, but Miami had the ball, and you kind of knew. Eh, the way Jason Sanders was kicking field goals. Oh man! And you have Tyreek, and <laughs> you know Ali Waddle got hurt, but you have Tyreek Waddle and Tua and Mostert. You pretty much knew that you get into field goal range, this game is going to be over. And I saw a lot of people. We're saying, all right, Tua, this is the moment. And it, and it, if you really think about it, it wasn't that dramatic of a moment. Uh, but he he pulled it off, though. No, Alyssa. he pulled it off. But everybody, no. What I mean, what I mean, Donald, was that the minute he got the ball when they were down twenty nineteen, they started the drive. You should have mm-hmm. seen social media. All right, this is the moment. Oh this no, the- I I see what you're saying. Like that was a huge moment, but. I don't like you're acting like it was anticlimactic. I mean, he drove his team. Down no, he the drove, field. but it wasn't like the type of you know what I mean. Like it was, you know, there's certain drives where you're like, oh, you can pinpoint a play or something like that. It was yeah, just like a, LA 93 right, yards. Right. It was yeah. just he led like a quarterback, like not no game manager, like a quarterback, like yeah. a leader of a team, and he led them down to. You well, know. I, I just I don't understand why you're downplaying it. No, like, I, you're, you're acting as though he didn't I'm live not, up to I'm the moment. I'm not trying to downplay it. it as if like he didn't lead the team, but there's just certain you know, there's certain drives where you just make a you just do a drive and that's it. There's certain they were trying to make it seem like this was like this is the ultimate test here. Like two right. has got it. And it wasn't. He only had to go thirty yards, you know, and they got a and they had a, a, a penalty. It wasn't like no like like you said, it wasn't like the Elway drive or everything like that. I think people are just looking for any any anything with Tua. They're looking to just make make something about it like oh my god this is it two has got to prove this moment here and like no it's just he just got to do what he normally does so so you're saying he just did his job he did his job he did it but i can't but think about okay think about if that had been if that had been like a you know because it was four down territory obviously if that had been a turnover on downs or if Tua had thrown an interception, think about what the narrative would be oh, on the flip side. There would have been a right? narrative, right? It would have been crushing him. But, so by him doing his job, it showed you he can he can and we should have already known it. I mean, you remember what he did in that comeback against the Baltimore Ravens last year, right? But nobody, but, but like nobody brings next. those up. Nobody brings right. that up. Which like, which that that was really probably his his signature moment last year so far. But you're down two points, or you're down a point against a really good team. Three minutes and 27 seconds left, a chance to drive to win the game. He went out there and he did his job. I'm going to praise him for that because if he had come up short in that moment, he would be getting crushed. But nobody, but that's what I'm saying. Nobody brought it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's bringing it up right before the drive. Oh, this is the moment. This is his moment, too. Well, you got to prove it. He does it. Nobody's giving him props. Nobody said anything. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, did anybody say, oh, two will led them to a game winning drive? Right? But I guarantee you, if you made a mistake, they would have they would have ripped them. But they didn't say anything after winning the game winning uh, drive. And why? Because why? There wasn't no specific moment. Like you know what I mean? Like there wasn't a moment yeah, where yeah. he threw the ball or somebody made a play or anything like that. It's just weird how they pick when they want to pick the narrative and how they want to criticize. Well, you know what narrative? I would imagine. I mean, I didn't. Yesterday was Christmas Day, so I had other things to do. I wasn't watching talk show. I mean, I was watching football and basketball yesterday, but I wasn't watching like talk shows if there were any yesterday. 
Uh, I wonder how much they're going to play up because there were some controversial calls and non-calls in that game, right? I know that everyone is bringing up how uh, CeeDee Lamb's uh, underwear was getting pulled in the oh, end no, zone. Oh, no, 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 there was, there was he, no pass. CeeDee so Lamb, sure. yeah, CD Lamb mooned us, and it was he didn't, he didn't pull down his pants. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, hey, that happens all the time. That's going to happen in a, in a in a yeah. But what I'm NFL saying is, game. I would imagine that instead of the narrative being "Hey, Tua led an awesome game-winning drive," the narrative probably is, "Oh, the Cowboys got screwed by some bad calls and non-calls." They're probably playing well, that up more than what Tua the, did. Well, I haven't. You know, that, and here's the other, and this is why you got to love, you got to love when the holiday falls on on a Monday. We're talking about it because the Cowboys. I mean, obviously, we're down here and the Dolphins beat the Cowboys, but. It's you know the Cowboys are the, nas- the, the the media's national team. Nobody's yep. talking about this anymore. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? Nobody's talking about it. If the Cowboys had won, it would be oh my god, the Cowboys beating the Dolphins. That's what right. did that Huge game prove? Signature win. We're gonna win the Super Bowl. That's what it would have been. You don't see the, anything yeah. now. And then now, Dono, after the Ravens beat the Niners just last night in an impressive fashion. Sunday's game for the number one seed in the AFC. It's huge. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. Listen, Dolphins got to win this game for this simple reason. I think the Ravens are going to be overconfident going into that game. This is a short yeah. week. They flying cross country. They probably landed like four hours ago. Yeah, they probably did. You know, it's going to be a short week. They're probably not going to get into their game plan and everything on Thursday. This is a prime situation for the Dolphins to get the Ravens to sneak. They've won there before. They won there last season. I think they can get the Ravens, and I think if you, you beat Baltimore, number one seed is yours. Yeah, and and the funny thing, and obviously, uh, you know, I, I definitely wanted to get a close look at the Ravens less than a week before the Dolphins play them. They looked excellent. Uh, Brock Purdy didn't do his team any favors throwing four interceptions, but at the same time, the result of that game, it doesn't really make any difference to the Dolphins because even if the Ravens had lost last night, number one seed is still on the line this week because the Ravens are, you know, they're a game ahead of the Dolphins in the loss column right now. If the Dolphins beat them, they have identical records. The Dolphins have the head-to-head tiebreakers. So win or lose last night, everything is still on the line for the Dolphins. And everything from a divisional standpoint is still on the line because uh, Buffalo, they did what they had to do this past week and they beat the Chargers. Uh, So if the Bills win against the Patriots next week and the Dolphins don't beat the Ravens, then the division is on the line week 18. So you still have an opportunity to win or lose the number one seed in your conference or to win or lose your division, even though the Dolphins have locked up their playoff spot, which is fantastic to do that with two games left. I'm so happy for them. You still have the division and the conference still on the line. So, all right, we'll continue to talk about everything going on. 305-567-0560. That's 305-567-0560 on the Kendall Toyota, West Kendall Toyota text line. But please don't text and drive. Going to read some of your texts when we come back. You can also tweet us or X post us. I'm at Alex Dono. And what's your X account now, Vlad? I I know I follow you on there, but I can't remember. (laughs) It's so funny when you say X account. Uh, At Vlad2078. VLAD that's why I couldn't remember it. It's a ridiculous combination of numbers and, and your first name. <laughs> yeah, it's Vlad2078. There we go. So we'll continue. Tobin and Leroy show. Dono and Vlad in for Tobin and Leroy. AM560 Sports WQAM.
why. Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Happy Boxing Day. Happy birthday to my father. It's my dad's birthday today. Happy, born happy day birthday to, to him. Huh? And happy born day to your dad. That's birthday. Born day. Yeah. Probably not the best situation for him growing up to be born the day after Christmas because, you know, people kind of get the celebration out of their system on the 25th. And then on the 26th, it's like, oh, oh, yeah, it's your birthday. All right. Is it a two uh, for one thing? Celebrate no, both occasions on one day? Mm, kind of, but he it, it definitely he, he gets a little he gets the short end of the stick for sure because you definitely you know, do. Yeah. I don't think he, if you're born around December twentieth to uh, December thirty first, I think you're gonna get the short end of the stick. Yeah, my mom was born on December seventeenth, so she doesn't really get the full celebration. She either. She doesn't get the full celebration all, either, right? No, people are all getting ready for Christmas, so. It is what it is. Uh, we go to your texts at the Kendall Toyota, West Kendall Toyota text line at 305-567-0560. The 786, we'll have to wait to get that major and quintessential to a moment in the playoffs with less than a minute left. Last minute game winning touchdown to, uh, to Jalen Waddell or Tyreek Hill. Um, yes, doing it in the playoffs, which Tua has not had the opportunity to do. Dolphins got to the playoffs last year, but he was concussed. Skylar Thompson started that game, and it was a lot closer against Buffalo than people thought it would have been in that game last year. But yeah, if Tua can create and maximize that opportunity in the playoffs, that would be that would be the moment, right? Game-winning playoff drive, you know, whether it happens in the wild card round or hopefully you have a bye week and it's in the divisional divisional round or in the Super Bowl, that that would be the quintessential to a moment. Texter writes in, I guess there might be something to this, Vlad. Uh, you know, it's not it's not exactly apples to apples, but Baltimore gets the same offense in back-to-back -back weeks. Not the exact same, but extremely similar, right? Because Mike McDaniel's got his roots in San Francisco. Uh, you know, there are definitely some different wrinkles in those offenses, and also. Listen, if if Tua throws, you know, fewer than four interceptions, maybe zero interceptions would be nice. Then, you know, it's definitely not going to be the same team you faced. Uh, they faced last week in San Francisco, but I don't know. May maybe the prep time is a little bit quicker on a short week that you went up against a similar offense. Uh, we get a text from the 305. I think this is from Jamba, the Cleveland troll, who says, I want the Ratbirds, I think he's talking about the Ravens, to lose to the Dolphins because it will help my Browns. I got to say, Vlad, uh, the Browns, who are, what, 10-5 and five now, are, are low-key on a really hot streak. And Joe Flacco, I know he's played for your Jets before. He's he played playing against for... us this Thursday. He's going to beat us. That's right. 
It, he's crazy. been looking great. I know he's thrown a lot of interceptions, but you know he's also leading some clutch game-winning drives and hitting. A, I mean, he he finds Amari Cooper 50, 60, 70 yards downfield on the regular. Cooper just this past weekend, I think he had two hundred sixty-five receiving yards. That was a franchise record for the Cleveland Browns. So he and Flacco are setting records left and right. Joe Flacco's playing incredibly well. They're the team I don't think Miami would want to face in the playoffs. Yeah, it's a hot team. It's not only a hot team. They're a physical team. They run the ball in that defense with Miles Garrett and that secondary, Denzel Ward. They have a not, they have a good, a very good defense that gets turnovers, yep. that force turnovers. And I got to give credit to Kevin Stefanski because, look, man, the guys had four quarterbacks, and they've won 10 games. So that's why I don't give my team a pass. I don't. Many teams have had quarterback situations, quarterback injuries, and got to give that, that Cleveland Brown team. I know Leroy is very happy because yeah. Stefanski has coached his ass off, and they've still maintained. You know, they they probably not only they maintain um, the the season, but they played better without Deshaun there. They have absolutely. That's crazy. Is, the two hundred thirty million dollar yeah. guarantee guy is more. You know, they played better without the, that guy. So it's it's crazy because on the like you could be so happy with how well they're playing under Flacco and how well he's executing that offense, but then at the same time, long term, you've essentially flushed two hundred and thirty seven million dollars down the toilet because Deshaun Watson has died. I know he's having injury troubles now, but even when he's been healthy, he's he's never really found his sea legs again. Like he still he never really looked like he recovered from the two seasons off. And you gave him all that guaranteed money to a guy with so many other problems. So I guess for the Browns, if you may, if you can make a deep playoff run this year, you will be happy. Uh, but 39-year-old Joe Flacco is not a sustainable situation really beyond this season. But, you know, I guess you have to win whatever you can right now. Uh, by the way, uh, you know it's the holiday season because Vlad is finally getting some love on the text line. I see some of the texts on other days, the things that people say about Vlad. But Vlad, here this is coming in from the 786. Vlad has to be my favorite person to get his opinion. He's not a Miami fan, and he's not biased. Respect his opinion, someone said. And there you go. I mean, if, if you're tired of my sunshine pumping and Tobin's sunshine pumping about the local teams, Vlad, who you are a Miami Hurricanes fan, but outside of that, you're New York pretty much everything. So they go to you for the unbiased opinions. Because I'm objective, Donald. As much, you know, even though most of the teams down here are not my teams, but yeah. I'm objective. Yeah. You're still a f when you cover teams, you're a f you become a fan. Absolutely. You when you cover the team, you become because you know <laughs> the better they do, the more you more paid you get. So, therefore, I root for those teams to do very well. Now that my team is out of it completely, I can look at the Dolphins. I can. Be happy for you, Dono, and the rest of these Dolphins fans. You, you should be very happy. It's excitement down here, that especially for the professional team, that you haven't had in a long time. Like, I can't remember the, can't remember the city being this excited for the Dolphins in December, in late December. I can't remember that. Yeah. If, I mean, we've been waiting – Decades for this team to make a deep playoff run. What, I mean, it's been like at least two, 20 years, maybe. Well, I mean the the last uh, the, the last, last time playoff they victory? won the last time they won a playoff game. You're right. Was uh, 20... Lamar Smith right? The Lamar Smith. Yeah, that, that was the Colts. That was 23 years ago. That was in 2000. 2000. 2000. Wow. And you know they they lost in the next round. 
Uh, I think it was e- it was either to the Raiders or the Ravens. No, uh, I think they lost to the Ravens. The Ravens, yeah. That was the last time they went to playoff. They got crushed by the Ravens. Yeah, so it's it's been and even that like that that was a playoff win. It wasn't a run. Like we've been waiting for for what twenty five years or so since an actual an actual playoff run. So you know what I can uh, guarantee you? What can you guarantee me? If the Dolphins have a home playoff game, there won't be a blackout. Yes. Well, they also they changed those blackout rules, but even so, it's going to be sold out. It's guaranteed going to be, be sold, sold out. out. I know they changed the blackout rules, but I remember those last two games, the one against the Colts and the ones in the Ravens, uh, that uh, I think a local station had to buy the tickets just in order for the people down here to see the game. I think it was blacked out actually, because I remember. Or no, you know what? It was. It, I think the Colts game that they won was blacked out. And the right. only reason why I was able to watch it on TV because I was on vacation with my family over the holidays, and so we were out of market, so we got to watch it. I think the people that were local <laughs> couldn't actually I watch think, the I game think on one TV. Of the local, yeah, I think one of the. I don't know if a local station. Um, I, I don't. I mean, if I'm wrong, I think it was. I don't know. I, I guess it's the a- AFC. Uh, station which would be CBS four down here. So I think CBS four might have won one of those games. They had to buy like the rest of the tickets in order for us to see it down here locally in the market. But I know this season when they host a playoff game, <laughs> that's gonna be sold out immediately. So you there's, don't have to worry so about much, that. And there's so much. And there's been there's been so much Dolphins buzz really since Tyree Kill to a McDaniel. Like you don't have to worry about them not selling out any game. I think I think every home game they've played for the last couple of years, regular season, you know, haven't had a playoff home game. But I think all these games have been sold out. So, not, but now when you sold out, it's not like and fans are not trying to give tickets away to um to the opposing team. I I, yeah, I wasn't right. there, but not until that fourth quarter when they took the lead twenty twenty to nineteen did I hear the Cowboys fans at at Hard Rock Stadium. It wasn't until like I didn't really didn't hear no fans. You didn't hear Cowboys fans at all. Usually, they travel very where very well. So, and we all know how everybody wants to come down to South Florida. So, I would have thought there would have been many, many Cowboys fans. Maybe sixty, forty Dolphins fans or Cowboys fans. But it seemed like it was 80, 20, 85, 15. I wasn't there, so somebody was there might you know can correct me. But a lot of Dolphins fans at home games, so that's a good thing now. Nobody, you, you could have a home field advantage now in, in South Florida. And speaking of that, this is a – I think it's a good question from the 786. What's your opinion on whether it's better to get that bye week in the playoffs or keep it rolling to avoid the rust? I we think you need bad the bye. After our, yeah, I think we need the bye for a couple of different reasons. Um, that, that time of year, I know that you know, you've know you seen teams over the years, like the New York Giants did it a couple times where they didn't have the bye week and they get hot and they roll momentum for a Super Bowl. But um, having that – if you, and there's only one bye now. There used to be two two teams in each conference get the first round bye. It's only one since they expanded the playoff. Um, you know, when you're talking about week 19, <laughs> there's going to be so many beaten up bodies. You want to have that extra week off. It's about how you use it and how you practice and how constructive you are with it. And then the other part of it is, Vlad, what comes with that first round bye is guaranteed home field advantage throughout the playoffs that you will – you know, if, if you can get that number one seed, you don't have to worry about 
going to Baltimore or going to Kansas City or going to Buffalo, you know, one of these inhospitable climates in, you know, mid to late January. Uh, if you're the Miami Dolphins, you want to avoid that if possible. So, no, I do not want to avoid the buy. I will happily take the first round buy if the Dolphins can get it. I think they want the buy. You want to get you need all those players healthy. If you can get yeah. Teron Armstead healthy, if you can oh, get that yeah. offensive line healthy, you can get Tyreek healthy, like fully healthy. Waddle, Mostert. You if you could get all those guys healthy and they get a week off, you know, I mean, listen, we <laughs> it's a grind covering the sport. So m- imagine the people that actually play the sport. Yeah, they can get That's a right. Week, right, you know what I mean. <laughs> I feel sore on Monday mornings, and I don't even play. <laughs> you don't even play. So therefore, <laughs> think about the guys that actually play. If they can get a week off and don't have to leave South Florida, it'll be that'll be huge for the uh, for this team. Very talk. We'll talk more about it when we come back. Plus, uh, wow, uh, the Orange Bowl is going to be played between Florida State and Georgia this coming Saturday. I don't know what Florida State's roster is going to look like and if they have any players left in that game. We'll talk about the latest hit to Florida State's roster. I am Alex Dono. He's Vlad Lewisant. We're with you guys for Tobin and Leroy today, AM560 Sports WQAM. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, The King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Very belated Christmas to all. Alex Dono and Vlad Lewisant in for Tobin and Leroy today. People are asking uh, why we're not streaming on Twitch and YouTube right now. That's a Jay Fig thing. Yeah, Vlad, Jay Fig apparently decided she wanted to go on vacation. Like, was that a planned vacation, or did Jay Fig just decide uh, she didn't want to deal with Dono and Vlad today? I, I feel like Jay Fig and I, I are know. friends. I don't know what happened. Maybe I she doesn't like know. you. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But that's the reason why it's not Streamyard, folks. Sorry. I mean, uh, it's. I think it's going to be a rough weekend for Florida State fans. Um, listen, maybe miracles can happen. I know Georgia has also had some players opt out, obviously, uh, which is a sad thing in itself because, you know, even when national championships weren't on the line, New Year's Six bowl games used to mean something, right? Even on years when they're not, you know, college football playoff games or national championship games, Orange Bowls, Rose Bowls, you know, teams used to show up with their best, but transfer portal culture, NIL culture, I think has changed. And and listen, I'm all for players getting paid. So I'm not I'm not saying I want to get rid of NIL or anything like that. It's just the reality. It's completely changed college football. And if you're not in a college football playoff game, um, even when you're in bowl games that used to be very significant, you're going to have a lot of players opting out. And that's what's happening between Florida State and Georgia. But Florida State, they are in a much bigger hole here than Georgia is heading into Saturday's Orange Bowl. So we've already known for quite some time Florida State's going to be without their starting quarterback. We all watched him break his leg about a month ago. 
They're going to be without their top two receivers who are headed to the NFL. Their top running back has opted out of the game. Uh, I think they're without some defensive linemen. Their top linebacker is not playing in the game. But even their backup quarterback, Tate Rotomaker, has opted out. And not only has Rotomaker opted out, he's opting out of their program, period. He's going to enter the transfer portal. Now, uh, I am all four players entering the transfer portal coming and going. The timing of this one, though, Vlad, is weird because the transfer portal has been open since early December. Uh, you know, obviously, we've already seen quarterbacks leave and find new destinations. Tyler Van Dyke has already landed in in Wisconsin. Oregon already got two quarterbacks through the transfer portal. I know Miami is still waiting to find a guy, but you know, Tate Rodemaker has been preparing for the last couple of weeks, practicing to be the starter in the Orange Bowl. Yesterday on Christmas, he decides, "Peace out. I'm leaving. I'm opting out, and I'm transferring." And so now Florida State is down to. Uh, Brock Glenn, who is the same quarterback who, and yes, he did win that ACC championship game, but he threw 55 yards in the process. And so they don't even have Rotomaker, they have Glenn. And so I just, you know, I'm not glad I'm, I'm a Miami guy. I'm not going to lose a second of sleep for Florida State. I'm not saying I feel bad for them, but your second string quarterback who is going to start that game decides less than a week before the game to opt out. And now you've got to throw the third stringer in there. That's a rough spot for Florida state to be in. And the timing of that decision by Rotomaker puts them in a tough spot. Nasty situation there, Dono. But um, that's why I hope, you know what? I really, I can't believe I'm about to say that. I, I Don't went say the, it. I went the nose to it. Why? I, for, for these two reasons. <laughs> One, It'd be funny if they win and they're the only undefeated team. Like if Alabama and Texas okay. win a college football playoff and they beat Georgia. Cause you know, probably one of those polls might give them a national championship. If they did it for UCF, they'd probably I, do it for Florida well, State. They, you know, well, they'll be the only undefeated Power 5 team left. But Well, not if, but if, but if Washington No, or, if the Washington, I'm saying if Washington and Michigan lose. and then, Yeah, right, okay. Right. Okay, okay. And, um, of, you know. And second, it'd be hysterical. <laughs> Just hysterical. Because they would beat Georgia with their third-string quarterback, which would have been the reason why they weren't in the college football playoffs because they had. That's true. That's true. Can you imagine, <laughs> can you imagine if, if that dude who threw, he threw 55 yards against Louisville, he might throw for 20 yards against Georgia, but if they still find a way to win that game, then wouldn't that, that would be like the ultimate bleep you to the playoff committee it's like hey guys by the way we just beat georgia with our third string quarterback who cannot throw and so you're saying quarterback what was the reason why we can't win a championship exactly because you beat the because in many people's eyes to this day they we all i think many people still think georgia is the best team in college football yeah even though they lost to alabama in the sec championship game Low key, they probably wanted to put Georgia number five, but they couldn't because uh, Florida State won the turn uh, the ACC conference. But that's the only reason why I just want to see the explanation from the college football committee if that happens. I mean, there's no explanation that they're gonna say they they chose the four teams and it is what it is. But what would what would have what would happen if Florida State does beat Georgia and Alabama and Texas? win their respective college football playoff games and then they play each other in a championship game. And I respect you, your opinion, but I 
disrespectfully disagree with you because I I would rather see Florida State just get boat raced, just get you know lose forty five nothing. That's what I would rather see this Saturday. Uh, you know Georgia Georgia's favored by sixteen and a half points. I think it was around it was fourteen. Thir- it was 14. it was it was. But then when Rotomaker opted out, you know more money started coming so in he's on Georgia. A two, so the the backup quarterback is a two point. It, him transferring has moved the, the the line two points. And I think that's about right because if you watch Brock Glenn against – I know Florida State won the game, but it had nothing to do with their quarterback. Like they could – neither team could move – like Florida State's defense played incredible against Louisville, but neither team could move the football in that game. So, yeah, not saying Rotomaker is some great player, but, you know, he was, he was starting to grow into their offense before he suffered the concussion. Uh, against Florida I'm not saying he's some great player but the drop-off like the drop-off is bigger from Jordan Travis to Tate Rotomaker but there is also a drop-off from Rotomaker to Glenn there's no question well they got to deal with it they have to deal with it but you know what we have to deal with Thursday yeah Miami are now and I'm, I'm not exactly sure why but the Hurricanes they were four-and-a-half-point favorites when the line opened against Rutgers, and now Miami's one-point underdogs against Rutgers. And, like, I, I can't I can't exactly understand why the big change because, like, there haven't been that many big surprises on guys not playing in the bowl game. I think we had a pretty good idea when the line opened, you know, that Tyler Van Dyke was not going to be a hurricane and wouldn't play in that game. Um in fact, you know, the buzz that I hear on Jakari Brown is he's actually playing pretty well in practice. So it's not like we should be more discouraged about the quarterback spot since they started practicing. He's actually been doing pretty well. Jakari's going to start the bowl game. Uh, and yeah, listen, no no Leonard Taylor. He's headed to the NFL. No Cam Kinchins and James Williams. They're headed to the NFL. No Matt Lee. And, and that's that's a significant loss. I mean, Matt Lee was one of the best players on the team this past year, the center. Uh, you know, the Hurricanes have gotten a center to replace him next year, Zach Carpenter from Indiana. Uh, Ryan Rodriguez is going to be the starting center for the bowl game. So, you know, no disrespect to him, but there's obviously going to be some drop-off from Matt Lee because he had a really good season. But I don't really understand because a lot of this stuff we were expecting, right? These players who are not going to be playing in the bowl game for Miami. So I just don't really know why – the line within the last two weeks has gone basically a five and a half point swing from Miami minus four and a half to Rutgers minus one. Uh, I don't really know what was so surprising to people that all this money would start coming in on Rutgers. Maybe people just realize that Miami doesn't typically win bowl games, uh, right? They they won a bowl game in 2016, haven't won one since. And it was a 10-year drought before that. They won in 2006, 2016, two bowl game wins in like the past, you know, 18, 19 years. And also, it's low-key a home game for Rutgers. Yeah, that's true. I, I still feel like Miami is going to make it close to 50-50, though. Call me crazy, but I just, I don't, you know. I, I, I mean, know... it all depends if, uh, you know, Kane's fans want to go celebrate uh, New Year's in New York. But there's a lot of there's a lot of Miami fans and alumni who settled in that part of the country because a lot of, uh, you know, a, lo- a lot of Miami students over the years are from the Northeast area. 
And, you know, they end up working back there and settling back there after college. And I, I don't know, like, I, I, I'm not saying, you know, we're, obviously Rutgers is right down the road. I, I think they're going to have probably more fans in Miami. But I think it's going to be closer than people think because the Miami fan, sometimes they do better at neutral site games than they do for home games. For whatever reason, people get up for these neutral site games. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's not really much of a long distance trip for Rutgers fans. And what they got to do is take the tunnel to yeah. go from Jersey, you know, from Piscataway to to the to the Boogie Down Bronx. But uh, you know, Canes fans, if they want to celebrate New Year's in New York City, which is a great, it's not a bad place which to is be a for New Year's. Great place to be, yeah. Go ahead, and it's a two. And what's great is our early afternoon game, two fifteen or two twenty. Yeah. I think I believe yeah. that's an yeah, early two, afternoon game. Yeah. yeah, you could you could leave today or leave tomorrow. Get there third, you know. Watch the game Thursday and be back down here for the New Year's, or you could stay in New York. But um, I think the reason why that line is moved is obviously some of the obviously best players that Miami had this past season are not playing in this game. And if you take that out, and the fact that it's not really it's really much of a it's really a home game for for Rutgers, I could see the line going to win. I I think it's going to be a nip and tuck game anyway. Plus Shiano, man, remember that's a yeah. He's got the, you know he's got revenge on his mind. He always wants to you know get some retribution against uh, his former Kings. Yeah, it's two coaches who hate the victory formation. Do you remember when Shiano was coaching the Buccaneers and when when the opposing <laughs> team was in the victory formation, he used to try to kill yes. the because because yes. usually like de- def- defenses usually respect the victory formation. There, there there's kind of this like nonverbal agreement that when they're going to take a knee, we just let him take a knee. Shiano used to try to kill the opposing quarterback in the victory formation. Mario Cristobal refuses to employ the victory formation on offense, so this is the perfect matchup. This would be funny if it's a close game. Which which coach does will not take the knee? Yeah, I mean Mar- Mario might not be able to take a knee because if you're in position to take a knee, Shiano is gonna is gonna put the green light for his defense to try to kill you. So you you might have to run a play. Uh, got a a very reasonable question from Alex Solana, who's smarter than he realizes he is. Uh, we also have headlines coming up at the 11 a.m. hour, 305-567-0560. Alex Dono and Vlad Lewisant with you on AM560 Sports WQAM. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.